Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Boring days at work are the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Time drags on. Oh, they dragging. No distractions. Yeah. You don't get to flex the full muscle of what you know how to do. Mm-hmm. And hoping for something exciting to happen at your job, you wouldn't blame anyone for wanting that. Right, 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 right. right. Well, with the exception of a few jobs. Yes. Because there are some gigs people have where when it gets exciting, it means awful news mm-hmm. for someone else. Yeah. Something that is really bothering Tommy the last 36 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. So a little behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Tommy is very upset that he needs to get a new eye doctor. Yeah. You've been bitching about it for two weeks in commercial. So I've had the same eye doc, God, 25 years. So That's why I started going bad. So finally, yeah. two days ago, yep. Tommy, you got your first appointment with the new eye guy. Mm-hmm. My new eye boss. And something at that appointment bothered you. Yeah. So I go in and get the examination and you know, going through all this, this stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm good. Oh, that's good. Nothing. Great. I guess when they see people my age are expecting some problems. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got no problems. So he's going through all this stuff, and now he's clicking on the computer after all done. He goes, yep, yeah, yeah, pretty boring, pretty mundane, pretty boring. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, this is pretty, yeah, nothing here. So he was kind of sounding disappointed. <laughs> now, at first Lame. I was taking it like, because you get to be my age. If the doctor gives you the all clear, yeah, it's like a- Celebration. It's like a call from the governor's office. Like you've been reprieved, right? Okay. You, you, they unstrap you from the chair. You're not going to die. You still got your vision. I'm good. And it didn't bother me till I got in the car. I'm thinking, like, was he hoping to find something? Because he sounded disappointed. Like you don't have a floater, cataracts, small tumor, nothing. Almost like, well, this was a waste of time. It kind of was. Like, I he was kind of bummed. Yeah. It's a fascinating yeah. scenario yeah. because you're right. Something exciting for him means something terrible right. for you, right? Yeah. You're going blind. You have a brain tumor, some weird ass condition right. that like, only five other people in the world have, and you don't want that. No, I don't. But on the other hand, with this eye doctor, mm-hmm. if everyone he sees all day is healthy mm-hmm. and things look normal all day long, mm. it's a boring day. Yes, it is. Right? Like, this guy, you assume, would got he got into the eye doctor in business. To save people. Yeah. He wants to help people. He wants yeah. to solve problems. He's really good at identifying and taking care of bad things. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't see any bad things, he doesn't really get to do his job. Right. Mm-hmm. So, on one hand, 
I get it. Yeah. But on the other hand, it is weird he said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we were new. I don't know. Well, that's another reason why you would like if you had known that guy for thirty years and he said that. Mm. Kind of laugh. Well, about yeah, that. because he's almost like a buddy. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm very tight with my doctors. Which is weird. That's a whole other weird thing. I have all my doctors. I have their cell phone. I only have my dermatologist. I got her. It is strange mm. that he would look at you and be like, oh, man, I wish something was really wrong with <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. And here's the thing. Doctor's not the only job where this kind of situation pops up. Yeah. There are some gigs where wanting an exciting day means someone else is put in a terrible position. Kimmy, your husband's job oh. comes to mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're the, the busiest. When you're at your busiest, it's it means somebody's having a terrible day. So Kimmy's yeah. husband's a firefighter, if you yeah. don't know, right? And, like, he has to be sitting around. Like, does he like slow days or does he want busy days? Well, I don't he gets that at home. There's yeah. nothing hot in that house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you would have to be sitting around at the firehouse on Bored. a slow day thinking, like, man, I hope someone's house catches on call. fire, right? And I know he doesn't mean Get it like on the that. truck, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, if every- but like it's, it's your purpose, right? Your purpose yeah. is to go, you know, help in these situations, and if there's nothing to do. Like, you got all that yeah. training. You're, he dedicated himself to you get to the outfit. Can. You got right, the outfit. Right. Exactly. The big and, red truck. And if every day for a week everyone was totally safe and there were no accidents in the greater Rochester area, yeah. he'd just be staring at a wall. Mm-hmm. He'd get fat on firehouse chili. <laughs> and the same thing goes for EMS workers. Same thing goes for police officers. The action you seek. You're heading in off do- into the unknown. Yeah, in doing your job. It comes at the expense of peace and safety mm-hmm. of other people. People. So I guess like the military would be the same way, right? Ooh, that's a good question. Like if you were stuck at a military base somewhere and there's nothing else to do and there's nothing happening, you don't want a war, but you're also probably getting bored. 252-WCMF-252-9263. That's a really good question. we got question. all these bullets sitting here. No, but I think I that be- there are just some people that they're, they're built and programmed to run to danger. Right. And that is like the part of their purpose right. in life, right? To well, your point. But think about it. With the military, firefighter, police mm-hmm. officer, EMS worker, doctor, Action. like... You, you took that job because that interested yeah. you, right? Yeah, right? I would think yeah. the majority of those people, maybe adrenaline junkie is the wrong word, but you want to be put in those situations. It, it is funny when even the things that don't, you wouldn't think, when you watch, like, because I watch a lot of news, right, mm-hmm. with the weather guys, right? Mm-hmm. If there's nothing going on, like, they get excited for weather. Yo, right. that's another great one. Yeah. So you're like, Ooh, there's some snow coming. It's going to be a really active day. <laughs> people could die. Yes, you're right. You could freeze to death, man. <laughs> They're all over social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're taking those videos, telling you what to do. Holding you're right. on to like dear life when the wind kicks in. You know. Yeah, yeah. They go stand in it. Yeah. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. Tommy had a visit with his new eye doctor earlier this week, and the doctor, while well, giving Tommy the thumbs up, everything's great, said it's pretty boring. Yeah. Pretty boring, and sounded disappointed. Yeah. Which bothered Tommy because he's like, "Did you want me to have a tumor <laughs> in my face? <laughs> Are there some jobs where you'd totally be fine being bored all day?" Because like, you brought up the military, and that's an interesting question. Because if something happens, right. I'm in direct danger immediately. Right, yes. but you also signed up knowing this. Like, okay. you know, it's the, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess that's one of those things, though, where you don't know until you're in the middle of it all, right? Like, that, I don't know. It'd be like, a, a, I guess, like if you were um, put on high alert, okay. and you're standing, but nothing's happened yet. Mm-hmm. Like you're ready to go. Yeah. But nothing's happening. Yeah. I would think, yeah, that would kind of get to you, right? I guess. We're not going in yet. Yeah, but then if I got all this stuff on, 
and like I'm waiting, and like now I get to think about like the consequences of what could potentially happen. Right, yeah. I'm okay with just we'll stand here on high alert. Yeah, but all that's day. you and me. There's one job I'm guessing that pops in my head immediately. What, Paw Patrol. <laughs> I'm cool with a slow day. Mm. ER nurse. Okay. That looks like a nightmare gig. Mm. All of the patients hate you because they've been having to wait there forever. You're seeing all of the worst emergencies. It seems like there's never a slow day there. Right. Like, granted, if there was a slow day, time would drag on. But, like, think about all the horrible ways you're treated, the horrible things you see. You get no yeah. respect to that gig. ER nurse seems like a job. Ah, okay. I'm fine with a slow right. day all yeah. day long. I guess something like I, the other one I was thinking about is, like, you're in the Coast Guard. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably days in the Coast Guard, like, nothing happens. Right? Like, there's no rescues. There's no nothing. Why. You're just sitting there with the boat. Because they, yeah. they're kind of like a firehouse. You know, they they live there. They sleep there. They just hang out there. And if nothing's happening, eh, what are we doing? Well, it's interesting you bring that up. Well, you guys want to go water skiing? <laughs> 252 WCMF. Let's talk to Bill. Hey, Billy, how are you, buddy? Good. How are you doing, guys? Good, man. What's up? Uh, I heard you talking about the military. And uh, I wasn't in the military, but I have uh, my youngest son is in the uh, in the Navy, and he's deployed out in the Middle East right now, okay. sitting on a ship, uh, doing absolutely nothing. They work twelve-hour days, and then they just nothing. Nothing's happening. All right, so like it's sometimes they don't. They're not even. They don't even go up deck all day. Like they stay inside that okay, ship all day. Don't talk I, like I, you're I in the middle. I hate yeah. when you do this because you like want to identify with Bill. Bill's not <laughs> in the Navy. His son is, and you probably said it wrong. Just because your coat is something a sailor would wear does not make you a sailor. <laughs> but Bill, let me ask you a question because I know your. I mean, I would assume your son would. You know, he got into this to do some exciting stuff, and he would want action. But as a father, that's got to be the last thing you want for your son. Actually, um, to tell you the truth, he's uh, he's on an aircraft carrier. Oh man! So I, so I know that that's probably the safest place. Okay. On Earth. Okay. And one of the coolest of the boats. You're a yeah. You're a boat well, and you're an airplane. He's not allowed to go on deck. Okay. Oh, he's not allowed to go on. Why? What did he like spill a soda up there or something? It's a little. Dangerous. Uh, well, <laughs> you have to have special permission because I was just kidding, Bill. I was just making. I was making. You sure. can get blown off the. Uh, off the uh, off the deck. Oh yeah, but I thought Tommy's mom left the navy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, thanks for the call, bud. Send your best to our yeah. your son next time you talk to him. All right, thank you. All right, there goes Bill. Yeah, so sometimes you're just kind of just hanging out. Okay, that would be tough. Yeah, I mean, I gotta think that's. Again, I say this out loud, having never served a minute right. in my life, but I would have to think, like, if you're deployed, most of the time is just hanging yeah. out, right? Yeah, and that's got to be a best case scenario. Mm-hmm. 252 WCMF, you know, we had said jobs you want slow days all the time. Mm-hmm. You're fine with the hours crawling by. This is a perfect example oh. of that. Mike's on CMF. Hey, Mikey, what's up, buddy? Hey, Duff. So there's two I thought of. One one being um, like a prison security guard. Oh, oh yeah, prison yeah, yeah, guard. Yeah. Slow days, yeah. baby. Yeah. Slow days. Yep. I mean, the best case scenario is you hope that everybody does what they're supposed to, stays in their cells. There's no, you know, cafeteria riots or anything like that. Uh but the other one is like is uh, like a machine or a, a building service uh, tech. So I, I like all my machine maintenance guys when I and where I used to work. They hoped for a slow day because that meant all the preventative maintenance stuff they did worked. Oh, uh, that's a good no point. Machines down. There's nothing down. You know, basically they did their job so well. 
that there's no emergencies. That's a great point. You're right. The day slows, but if something goes wrong, it's because you made a mistake okay. or people look at you as doing shoddy work. Right. All right. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's a good call. Mike, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah. Right. Like, I would also think, like, emergency. Like, if you're a plumber or an HVAC guy mm. and you get called back for a gig that you did. Oh, well, then you're in trouble. Yeah, you yeah. want a slow day, right? right? If I'm only maintaining stuff. But those guys are all tinkerers, too, though. Like, they must get bored because they like to work with their hands and fix things. And that might drive you nuts not doing anything all day. Yeah, but if it's stuff that... Yeah. If you're I mean, responsible for the crapper going when it back, goes yeah. wrong, yeah. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. All right, look what you did. You start talking about, you get all excited about ships, <laughs> and then we got ship people. We got shippies? We got ship people. Let's talk to Bob. Hey, Bobo, how are you, buddy? Good, how you doing? Good, brother. I was on the USS Nimitz from 1977 to 1981. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it gets boring out there, out to sea, but what you're doing is you're training for war. So what the Marines say is you sweat more in peace so you'll bleed less in war, and the Navy trains every day. That's why they're professionals. Okay. We actually need more people to sign up because if you read the – Report today about our Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines. We need some of these young people to step up and serve their country. Uh, Mike, or, or Rob, I'm sorry, Bob, I'm sorry. Bob, when it comes to the Navy, do you think there's fewer recruits just because people don't look as good in bell bottoms anymore? <laughs> I never had the bell bottoms. I had the Cracker Jacks. It's not, you know, yeah, they want you to have a haircut and look good and all that stuff, but. But you it, get the ladies the when you get into port, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, my father-in-law, my father-in-law served in World War II to keep freedom in this country, and the young people of today need to maintain that freedom. It's very important. All right, Absolutely. Bob. Thanks for the call, buddy. Good luck with your uh, Cracker Jacks, yeah. and I bet you still look great in that hat. Thank you, sir. Bobo, have a good rest of the day. So did he want to? So he was getting action, but it was training action. Training action. Okay. All right. All right. Is that the action you're looking for? I'm thinking you're looking for, yeah. I could maybe, train. maybe the action is the training. I could train in my backyard. You could. I'm here because I'm on an aircraft carrier. 252-WCMF, <laughs> 252-9263. Yeah, you know, I know we're looking at this cynically, right? I'm mm-hmm. getting yelled at on Facebook now. Nobody wants anything bad to happen if you're as a first responder. Yeah. Yes, I get it. And I, maybe we're looking at it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Because the end game when it comes to doctor, firefighter, police officer, EMS mm-hmm. worker, military person, the end game is you are helping somebody. Yeah. Like, Tommy, if your doctor yesterday or two days ago had found something awful in your yeah. head, other than what's already in there, <laughs> he was going to make you better. Yes. Like, that's what gets him a going. Cure. Right, right. Like, Kimmy, if your husband is racing to a fire, his entire reason for being in that moment... It's, it's to fix a problem. It's to help. Yes. It's to, yeah. Get everyone out safely. Solve, yeah, yeah put issue. that fire out. Yeah. I mean, that's what you get in these businesses for. Yeah. So the end of hope isn't that people are sick or when bad things happen. It's that you get to be there when bad things yeah. happen, right? Because bad things are going to happen, and you need helpers when they do. It has to be satisfying when you fix the problem. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird your doctor decided to say the quiet part out loud <laughs> yeah, to yeah, a guy yeah. he had never met before. 252WCMF, yeah. talking about being a firefighter. Let's talk to Mike. Hey, Mikey, what's up, buddy? Hey, morning radio. <laughs> what's All up? Right. So I joined the fire department right by uh, senior year of high school. Okay. And you train two, three days a week, you know, Tuesday night drill, Saturday drill, EMS drill, whatever, Thursday nights. And you do all that training, 
and you want your chance to show, you know, I know my stuff. And any firefighter that says they don't want to roll up on a Code 5 structure fire blowing through the windows, you don't want to hear people trapped. But it's it's not really a thrill, but you want that structure fire once in a while. So you can say, all right, yeah, we, we scored. We won one against the, you know, against the Red Devil. And, you know, you want that chance to strut your stuff, basically, show that you know what you've learned. I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. Mikey's hoping. Put your skills to, uh, to the test. Yeah, I hope that this building you spent a bunch of money on, <laughs> we have to keep it from burning to the ground. <laughs> you want that that thrill once in a while. I mean, the only reason I joined the fire department when I was in high school was I wanted to ride the fire trucks. That was it. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I hated EMS. Uh, uh, Tommy may remember uh, the show Emergency. Uh, it was Johnny and Roy were paramedics. Well, I never wanted to be Johnny and Roy. I wanted to be Chet. I just want to fight the fire. We all wanted to be Chet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy has no idea what's no happening. Idea what I barely know what he's talking about. <laughs> exactly. Them talk, you know, and you're sitting around the firehouse, you hear the tones drop, and it's like, is it EMS? I mean, EMS sucked. I filled out the paperwork. I didn't want to do that stuff. <laughs> He didn't want to go all Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. Mike. <laughs> Mikey, I'm sorry. I'm going to be I'm writing a book, and uh, some of these stories, you know, you get together, and, hey, Mike, tell the story about the, the guy that chopped, you know, whatever off, and, you know, it's Whoa. stuff like That's chapter seven. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. I don't know. I don't know I what don't, to I say, don't, no. I don't. All right. So... Enjoy your exciting day at work. Yes. Or make it through the boring day at work, because let's be real. Mm-hmm. Sometimes boring, as much as you don't want it, is much, much better. Oh, yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Big news for all you wannabe movie stars. So what's happening? You got an opportunity to make it on the big screen. Wow. But in exchange, there's going to be a little bit of a drive. All right. And there's no guarantee that the work you put in will be rewarded 
with the recognition you're looking for. But take your shot, man. Tommy. Yeah, buddy. Upstate New York has become somewhat of a hot spot for Hollywood movie making. A little uh, movie hub? Yeah, the last 15 years. So mm-hmm. Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse have all had major, multiple major motion pictures shoot a bunch of stuff here. Mm-hmm. Just in Rochester. Over the last few years, we had Spider-Man come to town. Oh, yeah. Uh, there they was did that, the action scenes here. Yeah, right down on uh, Main, Main Street. Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had that movie starring John Lithgow and Blythe Danner. That was shooting all over the mm-hmm. area. That Netflix car show used Kodak Park as a set overnight, pissing off all of the oh, folks that lived around there. It's too loud. And the best part about this boom in entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, with almost all of these productions, yeah. if you want a shot to be a part of it, mm-hmm. they'll give it to you. They need extras. Yeah. Well, possibly more than that. Ooh, talky. The <laughs> You get a couple of lines. You get paid. The latest opportunity mm-hmm. is happening in Syracuse. A movie called Plain Clothes is scheduled to start production in February and March. So like a cop drama? Uh, yeah, I'll explain that in a sec. Uh, they're looking for all kinds of actors to play all kinds of roles. Mm-hmm. And they haven't listed audition dates yet, but it sounds like there will be a chance for you to be a part of this if this is something that gets you excited. Either of you want to be in a movie? Uh, I mean, if, I will say this. A retiree, to be an extra for a day, it would be fun. Well, Just to I, see how it's done. All right, let's say you had a chance to legitimately audition for a one-line okay. part in this movie. You get movie. a line. Mm-hmm. Tommy, they call you up. They go, listen, uh, we heard you read things on the air. We're looking for an illiterate man that from a distance kind of looks like an eighth grade. Man, that joke does not die. So bad. Yeah. If you were offered the chance to audition, knowing you had to drive to Syracuse every day for a month, I don't know why I'm still holding the phone to my face, yeah. would you go? I mean, if I, if I wasn't working? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's say, let's say you could even do it with this job. you got to be there by noon no, every day. No, Oh, yeah, this job's too hard to add a movie <laughs> with it. Oh, man, i got to sit in a leather chair for four hours and talk. <laughs> I mean, I, I did a couple of those in Florida, and they were you fun. You, wait, you were on, in a, on a movie set? So I had to do two. So my buddies- You um, had to. Yeah, yeah, I had to. Yeah. Well, they knew they wanted him so bad. So, so I did one where I sat in the audience for one of those- uh, commercials where they show you how to use appliances, yeah. and it was called Arnold's Gourmet Kitchen. Okay. So the guy was cooking, and then you had to be like reaction people you had in the to crowd, like laugh or clap, or like be or... like, "Wow!" wow. Like so I did that one, and then I did a. There was a TV show. It was gonna. It was a pilot for a TV show. It was called Key West. Okay, and it was being shot on Miami Beach. So my buddy's mom, like, was the person getting the people in there. So we went down there and did that. For the day, you just we all we had to do, yeah, we just had to sit on a city bench, and pretend like we were talking as like we were just people on the side, and then I got picked to be up on stage for a political rally. And the only reason they wanted me, <laughs> okay, is that I had a cigar and I had a legitimate polo shirt on, so I looked like I was important. <laughs> So I got to sit up there with a lit cigar while this guy was giving like this political speech, like I was like one of his cronies. But it was the cool. But they fed you every day, so you got fifty bucks a day, okay, and a box lunch. And if you got it called back the next day, same deal. Okay, I'm an out of work comedian, and I'm getting fed and making more money doing this than if I was doing a bar gig that night. Well, yeah, because you weren't speaking. That's (laughs) what got you paid more. (laughs) All right, Kimmy, let's say this this movie in Syracuse, they want you to audition. It's going to be one line, but you got to go to Syracuse every day for a month. Would you do it? No, because my fear is, and I know people who have done this when these movies have been Mm -hmm. in town, they get a special part. Like They get a little bit more than an extra. They get a line. We all line up to watch a movie, and oh! their part was cut out that would that be my happen. fear like i get all I get my hopes up i go do this thing 
and I'm not, I'm nowhere to be seen throughout the entire film. But just to see how a movie's made and they, and how they do it would be interesting for most people. Just that alone. Okay, so the movie that's being shot in Syracuse, it's listed as an independent film. So it's if it's not like if you get a part, like you have a chance of like unless something crazy happens, like oh my god, look how great they were in that spot. And even to Kimmy's point, getting the part doesn't guarantee you get cut out of it. But mm. it would be a unique experience. Yeah. And it's one that a lot of people from our area actually know all about. There have been three movies in the last 20 years filmed here that use Rochester in some scenes. There was the John Mellencamp movie, After Image. Yeah, I don't know if that ever went anywhere. Oh, but... it did. And here's how I know. You know, Kimmy brought up the whole getting cut mm-hmm. thing. So my dad. Oh, yeah, he's in it, right? Oh, uh, well, he, so he says. <laughs> Him and Mellencamp. Okay. So my dad, he, they, they were looking for cops. And because my dad needs oh, all the attention. Oh, he's got the uniform already. Yeah, he wore his uniform all yeah. the time. So he goes down there, and he was in like an interrogation room where they were talking to a criminal. And he talks about, oh, was hanging out with John Mellencamp all day. Mm. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... He's telling us all about his scene, and he like opens a door, and he's on camera, and he buys the DVD when it comes out, yeah. right? Sits the whole family down, puts it in. No. It's just the door closing. You can't see him at hand? all. It's, no, oh, no, you don't even see his oh. hand. You just see the outside oh, no. of the door closing. I was howling, howling. And you know, you don't take good to that. He don't take good to howling. So there was the John Mellencamp movie that they mm. shot here. There was the double letter killer movie, mm. the alphabet I, that, killer. That's when we were kids, because yep. I remember Man, there was like a girl in it. For that yeah. one. Well, look, that, they only used the most handsome, talented Rochester actors in that production. And then John Lithgow and Blythe Danner, the one we just talked about. So, look, I was in the Double Letter Killer Mm. movie. Everybody was. Every... Every loser comic was in that thing. You were just bragged about a boxed (laughs) lunch. Uh, With Michelle Pfeiffer in the area. Okay, you and I had very different experiences (laughs) doing this. Yeah, I was in Florida, man. No, look, I went... Did you get a boxed lunch? uh, Did you see Michelle Pfeiffer? They made a stew. A stew? Wait, they made a stew? They made a stew. Did you have to like, go through like a line to get the stew? Yes, I had to go through a <laughs> That's line. That's called a soup kitchen. Just... Where, were you, where was the commissary? The open door mission? My, my experience filming that movie was miserable. Oh, yeah. So it was a scene in a diner on Main Street in East Rochester. Mm. They had us all get there at like 7 p.m. And we sat in the basement of a church all night yeah. long where they served the, the, the stew. And they didn't start filming the scene until like 3 in the morning. We didn't get to leave until like 6.30 a.m. So for some reason, they liked the way that I look. Yeah. It was with Princess Bride actor Carrie Elwes right. and Eliza Dushku, I think was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. She was in a bunch of stuff at that time, okay. I remember. Yeah. So they're sitting at a table, and I'm right over her shoulder. So you can see my face, if it wasn't blurry, over her shoulder <laughs> in this scene. Yeah. yeah. The problem was they had a woman sitting across from me, and it was supposed to be the back of her head. Well, whenever they started shooting the scene, she would turn around and look directly in the camera. Like, she was obviously <laughs> trying to get her yeah. face in this yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. and they'd have to stop, do it again, don't do that. And she'd, like, like subtly try to stop. So they ended up having to replace this woman. So oh, we ended God. up, we started shooting at 3. We didn't get done until, like, uh-huh. 6.30 in the morning. And it was hanging out in this basement of a church. Look, I was just there because it sounded like fun. Yeah. The rest of the people there thought they were going to be stars. So that's, yeah, you get, that's, that's the great people watching. No, but... Yeah, the but serious st- dicks. So I remember this one dude, I remember he got on a payphone. This guy had to be like my dad's age. He's in tennis. He's dressed like he's going to go play tennis. And he's explaining to his wife that he didn't get, he, he didn't make the cut for the next day. Okay. And all you could hear her was telling him what, to, what Chinese food to pick up for dinner. <laughs> like she doesn't even care. She's been down this road so many times you know, with this old dick. Bro. 
I'm in this it's, ba- it's the boulevard of broken dreams. No, but here's what sucks. I was in this yeah. basement for seven hours in this yeah. church with these people, and all I'm hearing are obvious lies about all the work that they've gotten. Like, mm-hmm. hey, if you were this much of a star, you wouldn't be an extra like yes. I am in this movie that they're filming in East Rochester, New York. <laughs> Shut up! But I think people should do it if you have any interest. I think you'll find it fascinating. 252-WCMF-252-9263. They announced yesterday as Buffalo, Syracuse, and Rochester has become the Hollywood of the East. Mm. Another movie filming in Syracuse, an independent movie called Plain Clothes. It's scheduled to shoot in February and March, and they're looking for all kinds of actors to play all kinds of roles. So you were asking what kind of movie this is. It sounds like a cop movie. Uh, It is a cop movie. The movie called Plain Clothes is about a detective who uh, back in the, it sounds like 60s and 70s, was assigned, assigned to go undercover to arrest gay men, but then defies orders when he falls in love with his target. Wow. Yeah. So oh. it's a period piece. So it'll be set in the 1950s and 60s. That's what it sounds like. I, I hope they're not 70s. doing that movie in today's world. Yeah. Cops arresting gay people for being gay. Yeah. Now, I don't know what kind of extras they're looking for, but I would imagine there are going to be guys who have a lot of questions before they agree to do this okay. movie, right? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say you go audition for this movie, Mm -hmm. and because of we know the plot now, they want you to do a full nude scene, but they'll give you 10 grand. Oh, yeah. Right now. 10 grand? You would do a full- drop trout. Okay, bro, no. Like, full frontal. I get it. It's you there, swinging dong. Yeah. For $10,000. $10,000 full nude scene. I'm in. Yeah. You have- Hold on. Hold on. You get out there. Here we go. One one more. No, 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 no. no. Nothing gross. You get out there. You audition. We like it. Full nude scene. Ten grand. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to call your wife. We need a decision, yes or no, right now. No, Would you I take can't it? Do it. Ah, you bitch ass. First bitch. of all, I can't even. The answer is no. Anyway, I thought like if I was single, I would. No, do I it. mean right now. No, no, no. I couldn't. Can I ask you a question? She ain't letting that happen. Can I ask you a question? What? Why do you think your wife would have a problem with you doing a full frontal? She'd be nudism? embarrassed. She'd be embarrassed that my old ugly ass body's going to be on a screen. But you're making ten grand. Uh, all right. What is the number your wife would have to see? Where oh. she would agree, you should do the full frontal. I mean, maybe scene. she would do it for ten G. There's no chance like any woman sees that and is like, "Ooh, I got to take him from." She her. would just be. I, I don't think I said it. Just the public embarrassment. Like the kids would know it. Friends. Why they know it? what you do for a living? Yeah, but you I don't. You said perky nerpies the other day, but I didn't show my perky. <laughs> Bro, you think your stepkids <laughs> would go rent a movie? No, they'd be you Where you would you be full it? frontal nudes? But just the fact that she had to explain <laughs> that, there's no way she'd do. I don't know. What do you think your standard is? Like, what do you think the level? What's the word I'm looking for? Mm. How high of a standard do you think your family holds you at? None. <laughs> But they're also <laughs> like, don't want it. But now I'm taking my clothes off. It's one thing to be foul mouth, dude. Now I'm stripping. Okay, so it's Thursday. Yeah. If today you were to go do a full frontal nude scene for a movie, it would be the fourth most embarrassing thing you did in media this week. <laughs> right, Kimmy, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Same scenario. Your husband, they, they, they see a shirtless camera. Yeah. Right. They yeah. go, well, that's the kind of guy we need. Yeah. They call him up. They go, listen, we need you to do a full frontal nude scene for this movie in Syracuse. It'll take four days. We'll pay you $10,000. Would you sign off on that? If he wanted to do it, I wouldn't care. So you would have no problem? No. It, it, I, I would like leave it up to him. Like, if it's something you're comfortable with, go for it. You found out your mom rented the movie. <laughs> well, it would be out for anyone to see. Right. And she don't also have to explain it to her friends. my parents against renting the movie. All right, you go. I, I don't think it would really bother me. I, again, like, if he... What if, if your girlfriend really started to comment on the it. movie? Well, I mean, she's already been in the scenario, kind of, because he's been shirtless in a... <laughs> yeah, but now, but now it's all open. 
Oh, wait till you see next year's calendar. Yeah. I don't know. All the Omaha beef is in the, out of the box. <laughs> I guess it would surprise me if he wanted to do it. I, but if he really was like, okay, but I'll do this for the money. I don't care. But sure. again, like your your husband's in shape. Yeah. What if he wasn't? What if he was a complete I don't think it has to do with being in shape schlub. or not. It's just being nude. And we know some schlubs. We are schlubs. <laughs> Jason Kelsey's schlub. No, but that guy's a, he's a professional athlete. Yeah. But he still has got a... Big old gut. That gut is wide, man. Are, and, you, and you think about him with when he drops trowel. There are reports that Jason Kelsey's wife got upset with him for taking his shirt off at it the, was in the post. Game on Sunday. Yeah. It was in the post, so you know it's true. <laughs> Very true. All right, Camille, let me ask you this then. Right. You're fine with your husband doing it. Mm-hmm. Let's say same kind of story. They call you. We heard yeah. you on the air. Full frontal nude scene, $10,000. I wouldn't want to do it. You wouldn't do it for ten grand. No. What's the number? Everyone's got a number. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I'm way too embarrassed Take to do it. Take the money. It. Nobody's going to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, after they find out Kimmy's in it. I could not do it and be comfortable with 20 it. 20 grand. No. No! You're not dropping chop for 20 grand. I'm with my own nudity. I don't know what to tell $20, you. $20,000! Kimmy, it takes you three years to earn $20,000 at this job. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I could do it. You're insane. I know. I do it for like 50 bucks. For 20 grand, <laughs> I would get naked and be on a pogo stick. <laughs> Upside down. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you find me the person who is so self-conscious mm. that they wouldn't take 10 I, grand into a full front. it's more of front. like, I, <laughs> that lives on forever. Like, what if I have kids one day? You know, I just, okay, but, I'm thinking about the mm. future of it all but and I, like, just the fact that it's never going to go away. No, but like, think, even if I'm fine with it now, will I, will I still be okay with it down the road? But I feel like you're making an argument to do it because down the road, all of our bodies go funhouse mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you look better now. You're right. You're, you're right. Maybe at... something you look back on fondly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but it'd be look at how great to, it looked. It'd be interesting to interview like all those Playboy <clears throat> models and all that stuff that did it when they looked beautiful and they were young. And did they regret doing it now because it's still out there? Was it a good experience or a bad experience? No, you know what I always wonder? Because there's always like those actors and actresses that'll get a part in the movie and it's just, it'll be like them playing a stripper or, mm. you know, where they're just yeah. showing everything and I and you never see them again. And I always wonder like, did that actress regret taking that She'd role? She'd have to. Or is that think- something that, to your point, maybe she's proud of because she just wanted, you know, she she tried it and it didn't work. Because she's taking her clothes off thinking she's going to get That's a better I, yeah. role and it didn't happen. I would think that would be really humiliating. Like, I did everything I could, including getting naked, and it didn't happen. So you just reminded me, I know exactly how that woman feels. So I have a buddy of mine. Okay. Who his wife was in a Showtime movie. Oh. Like right as, like you you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, like yeah, Skinamax yeah. Skinamax here. So, but it was like TNA. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like she was just, she was topless. Right. And like that was it. Like she was in the movie to be topless. She didn't have a line but she or anything. Was a, like it was that. like a, it was a role. Yes. Yeah. And that's the only yeah. thing she ever did. It was Perky Nerpy, the musical. Very good. She talked about it all the time. Oh. Really? Like proudly. Okay. Okay. And like she would brag about being in this movie and like when people ask follow-up questions, she would go on to explain well, what she did. Well, she's extremely comfortable with her nudity. Though. But here's the thing. Well, I just wonder because it never worked out. You obviously yeah. wanted to be an actress she and did. it didn't work out. It didn't, but like that's yeah. her like most exciting part of like her dream. Okay. And here's the thing. I know people have an image in their head of what that woman is. Mm-hmm. It was not this woman. Yeah. She has a professional job. Right. She's a mom now, right? Like you would not in a million years look at this woman and go, you were topless right. in a Showtime movie hmm. in 2007. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't think that at all. But I, mean, I think I, I would think that'd be humiliating for a woman 
If it doesn't go anywhere, especially. But I also think there's a difference between like what we're describing here, doing like a full frontal nude scene in a movie they're filming in Syracuse, mm-hmm. versus like posing in Playboy. Because like if you're in a movie, you're not there to titillate; it's to push the f- yes. story forward. Yeah, you're yeah. playing a character. Exactly. Yeah. That's not me <laughs> naked. That's my character naked. Although that is my penis, because my penis and my character's penis right. one and the same. Mm-hmm. I do it for ten G, no problem. Even right now. I wonder if my wife would be okay with it. You Probably have not. two and daughters, your, your though. daughters are not going to be in on this, man. Here's I promise you, my daughters, if they found out I had a full frontal nude scene <laughs> They the movie, would be so they, embarrassed. They'd never see that movie. No, but their friends might. Why oh my, would yeah. their friends want to see that movie? Would you want to see a movie where your friend's dad no, was naked? but would you or your buddies see a movie where your friend's mom was naked? Well, that's... Difference. I don't. That, I don't. I think that there are kids that are gonna would poke fun at it just because it's out there. Right. Just they don't yeah. have to see it. Yeah. Just the embarrassment of you doing it, and they got to go to school. That would be horrible hey, for a young. Hey, girl. you want those new sneakers for school this year? Daddy's got to do what Daddy's got to do. <laughs> I take the cigar out of my mouth. Right. Valentine's Day, less than a month away. Oh uh, yeah. And we got an early Easter this year, buddy. Okay. Last weekend of March, which means that the Easter stuff has already creeped out into stores. And mm. there's one Easter item at a store that actually is right here in Rochester. People are very excited about. What did you get? Until they read the details. Okay. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock 96.5, WCMF. Like, this discussion isn't even for you, Tommy, because you don't eat candy. Well, you're not some candy pounder. Bro, I pound mad candy at Easter time on cheat day. All right. That didn't sound sad. Cadbury's. <laughs> on cheat day. Bro, like on Sundays when Easter All candy shows chocolate. up, I mm. will put myself into a diabetic coma. All right. Kimmy, you're a chocolate person, right? Uh, Yeah, but I um, like I, I can't go crazy on chocolate. Okay, well then this item is not for you because okay. uh, right now, mm. Costco is selling a two foot tall, four and a half pound chocolate yes, Easter bunny. No. Wait, it's solid? I feel so sick. So it's not solid, and that's upset some people. When they saw the picture, <laughs> they believed the bunny was solid, and they got all excited. It's a hollow bunny, but it's still two foot tall, four and a half heavy. pounds. Yeah. Okay. For uh, $64, if you're interested. That's okay. not bad, because they used to have one at Eastview Mall that was solid. Yeah. And it was like $300. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly the one, and that's been my dream my whole life. <laughs> but yeah, I always think, like, you got to rent the chainsaw to start cutting that thing up. <laughs> yeah, how do you eat it? Do you just start gnawing on it? You, 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 you start gnaw. cutting it up like a mob, like, like sawing it, and you're going to bury it. No, what you do, you got to you gotta work it like a stand-up base where you put it mm-hmm. between your legs and just start from right. the top and gnaw your way down. The problem with something like this, mm. especially from a chain grocery store, is that chocolate is going to be hit or miss. Mm, right? Not be- the highest quality. Well, that's just it. Depends. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. You're not going to know until you take that first bite of that $64 bunny. Here's no, my- stuck with it. <laughs> Here's my question. Yeah. Would you rather have a ton of meh chocolate or a little bit of really good chocolate? Good chocolate is just amazing. You ain't kidding. Yeah. I think you got to go good over base. Yeah, the quality. All right, we're all in agreement on this. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, like, look. There's just something about that taste, because you don't get it very often either. Yeah, spe- you're right. It's Valentine's like that, Day. It's yeah. Is it Giardelli and Godiva? Okay, I'm talking. High-end? No, all right. That's listen, high-end chocolate. That's not the chocolate I'm talking about, man. That's like smug-ass label chocolate, bro. Where are you getting your dark, Yeah, yeah what would dark you qualify chocolate? as like uh, higher-end chocolate? I'm talking like local artisan chocolate mm. makers. Oh, like fresh yeah. made right there. Andy's well, Candy, Stevers, yeah. places oh, like yeah. that. All right, so you want to go right to Chocolate Town. Oh, I'm going to Chocolate <laughs> Town, buddy. Why didn't you? I didn't realize you were such a chocoholic. What, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I tell yeah, yeah. all the time. Why? What do you, you got something? I just got into the chocolate game myself. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I set up a little kiosk in a men's room. Wait, well, what's it called? It's called Uncle Tommy's 
Happy Easter chocolate town in your mouth sauce. So you're the reason the toilet's clogged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to give him an office jammer For God right sakes, down his man. throat. What the hell? You got to dump that. No, it's chocolate. It's candy. For God, you thought you were going to get I'm away with that. I'm giving you candy there is down your, your mouth. There's your terrible treat if you watch us on YouTube or the live stream. W- break room WCMF. The break- I pulled God. my headphones out. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Everybody should have pulled everything out of there. Shut up. <laughs> No, like if you offered me yeah. a four and a half pound Easter bunny at Costco versus a ten dollar solid bunny from Andy's Candies, yeah. I'm taking the solid bunny I every agree. single time. I agree with you totally. Right? And like, here's the thing that sucks about Easter candy: the limited time you can get it from like the artists and people. Because, like, yeah. first of all, the, I'll, I, Andy's Candies is my place, but I know Stevers is really good. I just mm. grew up with Andy's Candies, right? Like yeah. walking into Andy's Candies, one of their satellite locations they open during the holidays. Yeah. That smell of mm-hmm. the fresh chocolate. Oh, yeah. It's like the best punch in the face you've ever mm-hmm. gotten in your life. But I always overdo it. And I will buy solid chocolate that I will not be able to get through before it becomes not good chocolate. You know but what I'm saying? But it lasts mm. a while, no? Yeah, it will. I always See, here's the problem. Right. You really over, go overboard? Well, no. Like, All right, so you, know, you got to gnaw, right? So mm-hmm. Andy's Candy sells it in like this plastic bag that doesn't zip back up again. Yeah. So I'll gnaw and I'll gnaw and I'll gnaw and I'll gnaw. And in my gnawing, I'll accidentally bite. <laughs> tiny holes into the plastic bag. <laughs> what? Oh. Well, you got to hold the bunny in the bag. I think that's what dogs do. <laughs> I know. If you, take the, just... if you take the bunny out and hold it in your bare hands. It's mm-hmm. savage. It melts. Why don't you just eat pieces of it? Well, no. What am I going to know? Because i got to gnaw. I'm not going to cut it. We could. I'm not going to. No. No. To gnaw on your bunny with your chocolate hands. Well, here's why. Here's why. Mm-hmm. Because like one of the most satisfying moments of humanity Mm. Is when you're gnawing and you're gnawing on the bunny and like a, the perfect piece breaks off in your mouth, mm. right? Where now you can now savor and let it melt on your tongue. Mm. I live for that moment. See, I, I turned y'all on to something. You're not a coffee drinker. No. But if you drop some of that chocolate in your coffee and let it dissolve while you're making your coffee, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. Like that chocolate coffee aroma is the best. And I know like Kimmy won't do it. No. Well, I've had um, the, it's like a hot chocolate with coffee in it. That's really good. It's the this same is thing. A, you're taking that high-end chocolate put it in yeah. your coffee. But if it's high, but I don't think you need it to be high-end. If it's just chocolate in your coffee, it'll do the trick. I don't get the high-end name brand chocolate like Ghirardelli or what was the other one? Godiva's number one. Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. Like every time I've ever had oh, the yeah, opportunity. Oh, I like those. Those are like kind of crunchy though. What about the Toblerone, the big long uh it almost looks like a support beam <laughs> no, that I you get at the airport. I don't spend enough time in airports to get them. <laughs> no, but they sell that at Wegmans now. No, I understand. Like, I, all, uh, the but oper- that's that solid chocolate. That's got that hazelnut in it, which I do think. I don't get hazelnut either. Because you don't like Italian people. Well, I mean, my experience with one in particular. No, like every time I've had the opportunity to try like that high-end chocolate, it mm. just tastes like status. It doesn't taste good. It's like, oh, this is... Well, yeah, and It's I- just a name. You're just buying a name. Sucks. Like, I'd much I like rather... to keep it simple too. I'm with you. I don't need like you know, like raspberry filling. In you don't the like nuts in your meat or your, your chocolate? No, Tommy, I don't. Right. Even though I do. Two five two WCMF. We're talking about uh, Costco for Easter is offering a two foot tall, four and a half pound Easter bunny that cost sixty four dollars, and everyone got excited till they found out it was hollow. Now you got to look like such an ass walking out of Costco with that in your shopping cart. I have <laughs> yeah, no seriously. problem being that guy. It would fill, take up most of the shopping. You cart. would look like such an idiot. I carry it like a baby. <laughs> One arm, cradle it in my yeah. arms. No, but like going back to that rich chocolate that mm. you buy at like you know Pittsburgh Wegmans or mm. whatever. 
I would much rather have a Snickers bar or a plain Hershey yeah, bar over something there. like that. That's just oh, because no. you no. just look down on you, r- the wealthy people. You can't beat those standard chocolate bars. She's right. There's just When's no the last comparison. time you had a Godiva bar? Uh, Never? Uh, no, I mean, I've had a bite of like you know the little squares that they sell. Uh, somebody had it at their house, and I tried it, and I was it's not bad, but it's just like, this is all this for this? Mm-hmm. But the Swiss think they got something going on? I don't know if it's Swiss. I thought every I thought all that high-end chocolate came from Switzerland. Well, Giardelli's Italian. Yeah, but they got it in Switzerland. And brought it to did, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then they like, moved to San Francisco, and then they made it. It's like you Italians. Like, I found it on a truck. Now it's mine. Here you go. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 